my name is Jake. This is my podcast called Pune India. It's a story about my transition from India back to California. I was born in Colorado, the absolute best place to be from, which is a totally unbiased assessment. It was great. I spent the first few years of my life being a kid in suburbia, riding razor scooters, getting stung by bees, trying my absolute hardest not to contact cooties from the recent outbreak in my preschool. You know, normal suburban kid shit. A few weeks later, I was throwing balloons filled with dye at locals and tourists in Mumbai for the Holy Festival. I had the absolute best sniper's nest. My apartment was on the fourth floor with massive windows that opened up to the main street in our town. Armed to the teeth with rubber and colored water, I let loose a barrage of bright, brightly hued bombs onto the street and people below. I'd throw a few sprint down the stairs and run into the fray myself before running back up to my perfect spot covered from head to toe in chalk and water. It was my favorite holiday, holy. It had been ever since we moved to India. The festival of color is meant to signify the seasons transitioning from winter to spring. Not yet privy to the darker side of the world, India was my paradise. I wanted to spend the rest of my life there, endlessly throwing colored bombs to my heart's content. This was my home. <laughs> my dad's job had uprooted us from Suburbicon, USA, to a town called Pune, India, which I highly recommend visiting once it is safe to do so again. I wasn't very old yet, and I hadn't been socialized completely. I quickly adopted the social tenets of the world that was familiar to me. Watching out for cows and stray dogs on my walk to school, wiggling my head somewhat, somewhat oversized head from side to side to display the sign for okay. I had no idea anywhere in the world was any different than what I knew. I loved living there. I looked forward to walking to and from school every day. The people in my town were nice and the school was right down the street. The religious statues and art I passed on a daily basis were beautiful and bright. If I was lucky, I would even get to see the old man at this tiny street performing monkey on my way home. I was white, which is an extremely privileged thing to be as I evaded the caste system, something I was unfamiliar with as a kid. I was treated very, very well because of the color of my skin. Looking back, I still feel guilty that I was able to keep my privilege in an extremely underprivileged environment, but I did learn a lot about social interaction during my time there. Be cautious of everyone. Keep to yourself. Don't say anything too straightforward. Rely mainly on social cues and body movements. Saying no is outright rude, so instead, say something indirect, like, I'll try, or wave your hand the way you would greet somebody in the West. <laughs> Always eat with your right hand. I'm told it's because your left hand was for wiping your ass. Something as small as physically giving someone a gift, if done the wrong way, can be considered unclean, likely for the reason above. Streets in India are, well, pretty fucked. Basically the surface of the moon in comparison to my birthplace in Centennial. Coupled with a massive population, traffic was always slow, so showing up like 30 minutes late was pretty socially accepted. A suicide bomber destroyed the Jewish daily down my street in a religiously motivated hit, and just like that, as soon as we were there, we were gone. My parents decided India wasn't somewhere they wanted to raise a kid, so we packed up. Instead of the obvious choice of moving back to Colorado, we landed in California. We moved to a town just outside San Francisco. Let me say, culture shock is a very real thing, and it goes both ways. Trading broken streets filled with cows and rickshaws to flat pavement dominated by forests and men in business suits and luxury cars. This marked the death of my social skills. My first week of school, a group of kids had asked if I'd want to sit with them during lunch, and I nervously tilted my head from side to side, because speaking to other people is something I tried slash try to avoid strictly as possible. Next thing I knew, I was sitting alone. They thought I had shaken my head no, 
I didn't understand why they didn't want to sit with me for a long time. And once I had, it took me a hot minute to keep the habit. I wasn't like a social outcast or anything. I mean, everyone still thought I was a weird kid for sure, but no one went out of their way to bully me like they did with the others. I just didn't know how to communicate directly with my peers. I didn't know how to be on time. I didn't know how to say no to people, not to mention I ate almost everything exclusively with my right hand, which means I was eating my lunch off a styrofoam plate without one of those plastic sporks with the napkins in the package. It wasn't necessarily a good look for someone in primary school. I was angry, angry at the kids at school for not understanding me, angry at my parents for moving us away from my paradise, angry with myself for not understanding what was wrong with me. It was one of the hardest and most confusing times in my life, and what made it worse is that I never really, that it never really went away when we moved back to Colorado. My parents had my brother Gavin, and since the school system in Cali was very attractive, we went right back to where we started like we never even left. I started school again, and by then I had found out things a little more. Some things stayed around for the rest of my life, though. I'm still quiet and like to keep to myself. I'm not all that direct. I struggle to say no to things, even when I really should. I mean, I'm not eating food with my bare hand in public anymore, so I feel like that's a step in the right direction. I owe a lot of my personality and rhetoric to both India and California, even if I'm biased in one direction more than the other. California pushed me to acclimate quickly, and as much as I hated it as a kid, I still have that to thank her for. And even though I get increasingly jaded every year, my time in India will always be something I strive to experience as naively as I did when I was still a happy little kid.